with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. A mix of sun, cloud, and showers and a high of 24 today, but sunny and 27 tomorrow. Right now it's 14. With the next phase of reopening beginning tomorrow, Dr. Dina Hinshaw is reminding owners of businesses and services that they don't have to open up if they're not ready and that everyone should move at their own speed. We are opening a week early tomorrow with not a lot of notice for some businesses. Yesterday, 47 new cases of the virus were confirmed in Alberta with no new deaths. Alberta hopes to have students back in class this September with COVID-19 health measures in place. A decision will be made on by August 1st. And as we enter phase two of Alberta's relaunch tomorrow, we'll have new guidelines on cohorts allowing us to expand our social circles. But Dr. Hinshaw says we still need to be vigilant to prevent the spread of the virus. We've been allowed a cohort family so that two households could interact with each other and no one else while not constantly thinking about physically distancing. That allows kids to socialize with another family's kids and provide some child caring options for parents. But starting tomorrow, we can form cohorts of up to 15 people with friends and family from different households and if you're a performer or on a sports team you can form a cohort of up to 50 people and the new survey shows that 25 percent of pets have gained a little weight so that covid 15 isn't just for the humans since the start of the pandemic also 40 percent of people are feeding their pets more snacks because of the pandemic so it's not their fault my dog's got nothing else to live for. I'm going to give her a <laughs> snack or two. You know what? Our dog has definitely gained some weight. Yeah, they were they were talking about that last night. As a matter of fact, they said uh, <laughs> she's put on a little weight because you're right. There's uh, people with her all the time and uh, feeding, feeding, feeding. Right? Who feeds her more? You or Karen? Um, you? Who? Me, yeah, me, 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 me. She's a lab. She's always starving, just like me. So anyway. You're a human lab. She, yeah. <laughs> she got the COVID-15? She got the COVID-15. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So Crystal was just talking about uh, the uh, COVID-15 or whatever they call it, people putting on weight during uh, the quarantine. I'm certainly in that boat. Matt thinks he's in that boat a little bit. Crystal, how have you done? Oh, at least a COVID-5. I'd have to step on the scales and look, but there's no arguing that. <laughs> uh, okay. Somebody, I, I, my wife was mentioning, she saw somewhere, somebody said that they put on 30 pounds during it. I... You know what? I just, I don't know. There was something about that time quarantining and uh, I just can't shake the being hungry all the time still. It's the weirdest (laughs) thing. I don't know. I'm just, I know I'm always hungry. hungry at home where you can, you don't have to put plug money into a machine to get food out of the... If I didn't have my kid, I would have gained about 50. Yeah. I would have... Came here, took my 10 steps to my vehicle, <laughs> got in my vehicle, 10 steps inside my house, and then just rolled around the house for the rest of the day. What about you? Are you willing to admit it? Maybe there, there's other people that got in like super shape and lost weight. What, what's your story? Did you Have you gained? Have you lost? If you're willing to tell us this uh, morning during the quarantine just uh, to make us feel better about ourselves, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can text us just like you text anybody. Text 103939. Maybe you've never texted before to us. 103939. Or as always, call us. It burns us. calories. Yeah, 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're not making me feel any better about myself, you uh, getting in shape people during the quarantine, because that's what we're hearing so far. The question was, the COVID-15, they call it. They say it's real, putting on 15 pounds during uh, uh, the quarantine. But uh, apparently, you're not you guys. You're too darn healthy for that. Got a text here, down 20 pounds. I'm doing 4K three times a week. Nice. Good on you. Nice. 
Now, Dan texted that he's down 12 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's he's running, mm-hmm. but I had a look in our conversation. He was chatting with us about donuts the other day and yeah. singing the praises of the maple whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's enjoying his food, but he's down 12 pounds. Okay. The thing about dieting is you don't have to starve yourself. You just have to be smart about what you eat mm-hmm. and understand what kind of calories you're putting in your body. That's true. I oh, know someone who said I know my how to wife lose held weight. a donut on a stick. Oh, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep you moving. Yeah, you know how to lose weight. It's just a matter of doing it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, probably not eating peanut butter out of uh, the jar like it's soup is the, the way to go. Apparently, it's not. Like All I see on... I follow a couple of subreddits. One's like the fasting subreddit. Okay. And they all do this OMAD, it's called. It's only one meal a day. Oh, okay. And they say that's the key to a lot of people losing weight. Right, right, right. They right. say it's super hard for the first little bit, and then you get used to it. And it's super easy. And eating only one meal a day, it's hard to eat more than 1,500 calories right. in a meal. Right, That's a right. big meal. Right, right. So if you do that, I mean, you're going to be under your calorie total for the day. I'm on the six mad, I think, probably. <laughs> six <laughs> meals a day. I have two, but they're two big ones. And then, yeah. like, I'm, I, I do snack intermittently. My wife is... <laughs> She's buying more junk food from the click and collects. So it's hard. It's hard to stay away from the calories. We have to cut ourselves some slack because we were told that we would be heroes if we stayed on the couch and watched Netflix. Yes. And then everybody online is making sourdough Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sharing recipes. So, you know. My wife has literally tried four or five different cinnamon bun recipes and she never made cinnamon buns before, for example, right? So, oh, you're living the dream. I know. So then she needs me to test them and say, well, which one's the best? I'm like, are you kidding me? This is fantastic. (laughs) Well, number three, make that one account. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Got ourselves a text message. Oh, this can be interesting. <clears throat> I think my wife is a Karen. Apologies to Karens. I don't know how this started, but anyway, can, you know what a Karen is. Can you explain is. What, a, what a Karen is, Crystal? Uh, a Karen is someone who decides that they are the police of the world, and they will, I mean... The biggest, baddest Karens are in the States calling out police on black people. That's like the worst Karen. Right. Less annoying Karens are just, you can't do that. Like, kind of like if I was calling out your spelling. But I, So you have <laughs> like a little Karen, you have a little Karen in you? Is that what you're saying? A little, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you were filming me, I'd for sure stop being a Karen. Yeah. I was going to go on Facebook and I'd lose my job. But anyway. I think my wife is a Karen. I've been aware of it for some time, but now it's becoming more prevalent. She's quick to call out staff for their behavior. She yells at the kids in our neighborhood when they're too loud. And God forbid you screw up her order when you're eating out. I swear she's not a bad person. She's got a ton of friends. She's great to her coworkers. She loves our kids a ton. She just can't help herself out in public sometimes. And it's embarrassing. Our kids are nervous every time her food is put in front of her and how she might go full Gordon Ramsay. Hmm. How do I un-Karen my Karen? Or is she too far gone? Wow. <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> you can't Maybe beat a them, family of Karens. How dare you give my wife this garbage food? Bad oh, job. she'll stand up for herself. She's a Karen. You don't have to. Do you have any experiences in your own personal life about this matter? Not really. My mom yeah. is one of the most wonderful mother on earth. Yeah. But at times she can be a bit of a Karen. Yeah. When we were younger, we were always very nervous at restaurants. Oh, yeah? 
because if something was wrong with my mom's food, she yeah. always spoke up. Really? And as a kid, it's so awkward. Like, you're not used to conversa- conversation, especially between two adults, two strangers. Yeah. So you're always like, I don't like this. But as I got older, I understood where she was coming from. There's a, you should talk to the management if you're you know getting bad service, but there's a way to do it properly. Hmm. <clears throat> so if you're a Karen and you're rude and short and yelly, that's not the way to do it. My mom was never really that person, but she wasn't afraid to speak up. Right. She did on the phone <laughs> when you couldn't see somebody in person. She was a <laughs> little more yelly. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you do with somebody like that? Um, they kind of embarrass the whole family or have the whole family on edge. How do you, can you, can you change their way of doing things? Can you, can you, can you put new stripes on that tiger? I don't know. I think refuse to go out for dinner with her. Yeah. Say, this is it. We can't handle it. You're too rude. Okay. All right. What do you think? As always, you're the judge and the jury. Crystal, do you have an idea what to do? You just. I don't know. Cause my husband has Karen occasionally. Yeah. He made the receptionist at the doctor's office cry. Well, that's yeah. a total Karen move. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> poor form there, Rick. And but here, he went back with, with a Tim, Timmy's gift card as an offering. And here's the irony of it. My wife's name is Karen. And honestly, <laughs> she has never complained outward, outwardly anywhere. Like she if, wouldn't say poop of her mouth was full of it. No. If, 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 if she ordered a cheeseburger and somebody brought her, um, a, a salad, sandwich, a salad instead. She would just eat it. Like, she's never complained once Boy, in a that life, was so. a great burger. <laughs> That's not fair. Anyway, <laughs> what do you think? How can we help out this poor person with the Karen in their life? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, there's a man who's married to a Karen, and not a nice Karen either. The kind of Karen that just cannot be pleased, ever can be pleased with anything. That's kind of the the name for it now. It's just like Donna's. Remember when we used to say, don't be a Donna? What was it? Down, down, what is it? Debbie Debbie Downer? Debbie Downer, not Donna. Yeah, hello. Well, Karens are, um, they're they're not afraid to to uh, be the vigilante justice in the neighborhood. Call her out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, at, at the end of the day, he's looking for some advice and he's getting some at 103.939. Well, just point out, people are texting that guys can't be a Karen. They would be a Chad. Okay. I've seen that. And guys who drink monsters and punch the drywall, those are Kyles. Okay. I've been <laughs> a Kyle know. before. A- apologize to, to apologies to everyone with those names. Yeah. Uh, says just suggestion confront Karen with a more powerful Karen so she can see how ridiculous she looks. There you go. Some sort and of Karen Thunderdome. There's lots of examples. <laughs> well, there's lots on social media, so you can sh- watch the video and go, "That's pretty bad, hey." And then you know, kind of look at them and go, "Hey." Hint, hint. Hey, 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 hey. Andrew says, to avoid unleashing Karen upon yourself, find some other videos of women doing A-OK, acts of Karen, Mm -hmm. on social media and show her, see how she reacts. If she's fully on board with what they do, then you're in trouble. But if she thinks the woman is overreacting, then it's time for an intervention and there is hope. Do you think a Karen would Karen her therapist? (laughs) Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Then she'd act to talk, ask to talk to the College of Physicians and Surgeons. Make the therapist cry. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hello, Crystal. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was looking at the, the crazy texts that are coming in with the advice. That's okay. Uh, I think my wife is a Karen. When we go out for dinner, even if the kids are there, she makes a scene if there's something wrong with her meal. It's embarrassing. So we're considering, you know, should we, you know, is there something I can do to make her not a Karen? 
you know, she calls people out and, and gets loud, and especially if we're going out for dinner. It's embarrassing. It's awkward for the kids. Uh, what do you need to do? Sam, you got a suggestion? It's 780-421-1039. So my theory is you need to out-Karen the Karen. Okay. And then they'll kind of step back a little bit and, and add a lot. Okay, so you, like, show them how crazy they are by being crazier. Yes. Okay. Example. Yes. I dealt with a guy, like... Um, Crystal's husband, he made, I worked at a hotel downtown. I worked supervising the front desk. And this guy made one of my front desk agents cry over a $10 parking charge. Right. Now, this is downtown, and this is 24-hour parking for $10. So I told him, I was like, you know what? I will very gladly cancel your reservation, and you can go stay at any other hotel for $40 parking. And you know what? I'm calling your manager, mister. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But speaking of the COVID and, of course, the quarantine and the challenges with uh, with all things love. Lovers in a dangerous time. Yes, lovers in a dangerous time. It's uh, been challenging, I'm sure, for people dating. And we're looking for your quarantine stories this morning. And, uh, you know, how how is dating gone, Alicia? <laughs> Definitely got some challenges. Um, so we just started seeing each other in January, so it was all still fairly new when this hit. So we decided early on that we would be each other's cohort family, so we were only seeing each other. So, yeah, it meant lots of drives and lots of walks, and we saw all nine Star Wars movies. And <laughs> um, he's not originally from Alberta, so we did the tour of Alberta. So we saw the sausage and the duck and the egg and the... Pierogi and uh, <laughs> you saw the sausage, all right, Matt. I'm sorry, <laughs> they had to. Now, at, at any point during this whole thing, we only got to pick one cohort family. Were you worried that you made a wrong selection? Um, no, because it was it was still you know new and exciting, and it was you know nice to spend time with him. It was just challenging trying to find stuff to do. We were. Super busy before COVID hit. We were both huge Oilers fans, so we had Oilers tickets and we had hockey tickets and we had all sorts of plans. And then all of a sudden, there was nothing. Right, so, right, yeah. But it's yeah. a pretty big commitment to allow him into your bubble. Yeah, there was a couple nights we did um, dinner at my house with my kids while we watched Ninety Day Fiance. So, yeah, that was super romantic. So. <laughs> well, let's just hope he's not a big Ed. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. No. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And we're talking about dating during, uh, well, these dangerous times, as we say, of the COVID times and how that's gone for you. We're getting some texts at 103939. You can also call us at 780-421-1039. What do we got, Crystal? Christy is single and trying to actively date, but since the COVID began, her effort level has gone way down because she knows at the beginning she couldn't, or at least back then, she couldn't actually go out and meet people and see them. And she also looks like crap right now, (laughs) obviously because, you know, she hasn't had her hair done or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. What's the point of putting uh, yourself together if you don't have to go out? Right. You know, I mean, your profile, pic- right now. your profile picture is doing all the speaking for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a problem to begin with. Now we really don't look like our pictures. Uh, here's someone who decided to give Tinder Passport a whirl and has been talking to a man from Scotland over a month, and she'll see if she gets to meet him once it's all over. Hmm. 
Ooh. All right. That, that from- could be the best or the worst first date ever. You finally meet the guy, then you hate his guts. He came to you or you went to Scotland. Yeah, no kidding. Well, at least you'd now, have Scotland. Chris- sure. Christy has texted b- back and said she has appointments booked, by the way, to get okay. stuff done. <laughs> okay, good. Good for her. All right. Uh, Nicole is up next at 780-421-1039. Nicole, how's dating gone for you? Well, terrible at the best of times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a lot of chaff you have to sift through online. I know, right? I never thought I would have to do it again, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. It's just, yeah, it's really interesting because you you got to be careful-ish, and then, it's like I said, it's worst at the best of times, and then you kind of find the people that either are like, hey, I'll meet you in like six months or it's like people that just don't care at all. So it's it's hard. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like you, the ones that are say, let's uh, get together in six months. You're like, oh, well, that's not going to work. And the ones that say, hey, can you come over right now? You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> right, right. No, it's different now that things are starting to open up. But yeah. yeah. It was very hard. <laughs> so was there anybody you uh, kept the conversation going with knowing that you couldn't meet for a long time? Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was one person, and then we ended up meeting, but it yeah, didn't go so well. But <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah, no, and, like, I found that you try and do, like, the whole video chat thing to kind of make it as the best that you can, and... I don't know. I find men are like so scared of the video chat. I have no idea why, but <laughs> are they? It's because our places are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> that could be very true. <laughs> just do it outside, fellas. Point it at a bush. <laughs> yeah, go to your. Well, your car might be just as dirty, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I could see that with video. Like again, I'm not in the dating game, but I could see that video thing being kind of intimidating. Yeah, it. It is, and, like, I guess it's better than nothing. It's, yeah. You can make a picture look really good now with all the Snapchat filters and all that that you have, but... Right. <laughs> it's very true. you got to be honest online because they're going to meet you eventually. Right? And then I guess they're not scared of the disappointment, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Baby, I've been letting people down for years. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, lovers in a dangerous time. Certainly with the COVID and the quarantine, it's made it more challenging for people that are trying to date. And we got a, te- a text at 103939, Crystal. Using this time to take a dating break and self-reflect to find out what I really want in a soulmate. I've never online dated. I've only met girls in passing, which seems to be a thing of the past. Hmm. Matt's going to drop some more dating knowledge on you. If you're out there constantly hunting and, and trying to figure out why why you're not finding somebody and what's wrong with you, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Okay. You need to worry okay. about yourself first. Okay. How you can and do the things that you enjoy. All right. Well, then that would apply to the person who, who texted the next thing. The the girl that had showed up on the date and went for a walk with the guy who like two minutes in was like, I'm out. Right. <laughs> Referring to that one, who's to say that he left because she didn't look like she did in her picture? Hmm. That's which is probably always a hard a hard thing about online dating. But if you don't look like your profile picture, there's no point in, in uh, not posting your full self online because if you're gonna meet somebody, 
You're going to meet them. They're going to meet you anyway, yeah. so you might as well be honest. They're not going to meet your profile pic. No. All right. Uh, what about you, Cheryl? How's uh, dating during the quarantine going? It's very difficult. Um, I'm on plenty of fish, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of the guys don't want to date. They just want to talk. Um, <laughs> talk in I've air quotes? A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had a few um, dates, and they've just come to my house, or I've met them in a parking lot or something and just sat in each other's vehicles. Like, 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 you're, doing a, like, like you're doing a Kijiji deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm uh, selling me. Uh, <laughs> 500 bucks or best offer. Yeah. Um, but it, it is quite awkward and difficult to date with this COVID thing. But now that it's lined up a little bit and things are open, it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. But you get a lot of guys that just want one thing. So it's, it's hard for that. Too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I've just... And again, you know, dating, you're just, you're, you're trying to find the right, I'm assuming you're trying to find the right one for the rest of your life. And so when you go through this stretch, when it's kind of like there's downtime happening, it's frustrating, isn't it? It is. It, it was really hard. I had one guy that I was seeing for a couple of weeks and then he decided he wasn't mentally there to date me. So it ended quite quickly. Right. Right. So. Yeah. You must have lowballed him. <laughs> <laughs> that means two that things. That <laughs> I, yes, it was. And I don't think you could say that. Matt. Yes, I, you can. Matt, how awful. <laughs> I, that's me, all right. It's Matt. <laughs> it is Matt, and I know Matt. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. No matter how solid your relationship is, every once in a while, there's going to be an argument. And researchers at the University of Amsterdam have the best way, the best way to make sure that everybody says calm during that relationship fight. And that would be... Really? Holding hands. Holding hands, ladies and gentlemen. This has got to be the... stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because if you're holding hands, you're close enough for them to hate you. Uh, Literally, back in the day, some gangs would tie two gang members of opposing factions together so they could knife fight and stay real close. This is exactly what would happen. They do that in Michael Jackson's Beat It. Exactly. Calm down, you two. Hey, calm down. I haven't finished yet. Holding hands during a conflict was found to have lots of positive effects for men in the study. They were psychologically calmer. They had more positive attitude during the conversation, and the communication was less negative. For women, interestingly, holding hands did improve communication, but it didn't have much of an effect on reactivity and actually showed a drop in positive effect. So it's more of a man thing. So next time you, you, you're having a disagreement with your sweetheart, grab her hand or grab his hand and just start to talk it out. That's uh, the 310 to dislocated finger city. (laughs) So my friends were over last night, and as they were leaving, they had a fight in our hallway. And I'm thinking, if I'd walked up and said, can you guys just hold hands? Hold hands for a second. (laughs) I prefer you give both couple a spoon. Yeah. And one couple starts with an egg (laughs) on the spoon, puts it in its mouth, her or him's mouth, and then they have to transfer the egg. I don't know. You know what? I'm just imagining if the first thing, if if I said to Karen when we were having a little bit of a disagreement if i said let's let's just hold hands she would be like what like what is going on here i don't know i my wife doesn't swear a lot she'd be like she would swear at me like 
F no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Get away from me. I try. I try. I try sometimes to hug her, like hug it out a bit. And C- come here, give me a hug. G- give me, just give me a hug. Please give me a hug. She's usually not in a hugging mood. So and I don't she know does she, the the stiff as a board while you hug her. Like ugh. I don't know if she'd be in a oh, yeah. hand holding mood either. <laughs> I don't know. It's worth a shot, though. I'll put it in yeah. the old back pocket and Thank see what you. happens. Someone's going to take a shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, two, you two just absolutely won't try anything. I don't know. I, I just... Maybe uh, when Jack comes back and yeah. she's super upset at me one day, Yeah, I'll be like, Jack, we have to hold hands and uh, <laughs> figure out this argument. <laughs> I don't think it's a co-worker thing. I think it's actually... And you're not even supposed to touch people's hands anymore because of uh, social distancing, so I don't know. Oh. But anyway, you can touch people in your own family's hands, I guess. So. You try that and I'll go full Karen and ask to speak to your manager. Has anybody ever tried this? 780-421-1039 or text us at one three nine three nine, Or maybe you have another you know, secret to your fighting success like what happens as soon as you fight i know typically men just clam up we just don't say anything right no no i usually get yeah rev my engine up a little bit i hit fifth gear i'll scrap oh do you here's my piece of advice that whole thing about um going to bed not angry yeah that's a load yeah what you should do is if you're still angry and you guys can't get over it go to sleep it gives you perspective yeah I usually, my wife sends me down to the basement. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and boy, oh boy, do I have a new outlook. It's nice that she lets you out. Too, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just love that song. It's Luke Combs and Eric Church and does to me. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt with Crystal. It's 813 talking about uh, holding hands while you're having the fight, like while you're having the disagreement. Hold their hands and see how that goes for you. We're looking for your other suggestions. And uh, Monday in Riverbend just texted. So my grandfather used to insist on a 30-second smooch when grandma was exasperated with him. So think about that. 30 seconds when you're fighting, that's a long time. As kids, we were kind of grossed out, but it worked, and they would be laughing by the time they were done. And he also said it was because he was a great kisser. Mm. That's a way to get uh, Mike Tyson face bit. (laughs) 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 I would be laughing by the end because we don't normally kiss for that long. Yeah. Like when you think about it, when you're mad, 30 seconds is probably a long time. Yeah, 30-second kiss. Would Grandpa uh, (laughs) bust out the... um, Don't ask. The tongue? Don't ask. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, older folks like to kiss too. Depends on what they're fighting about. Thanks for the text. Okay. Um, on kind of a related note, we're talking about love this morning, and we were, we were talking last hour about uh, love when it came to uh, COVID and trying to find that perfect somebody in your life and how challenging it was during quarantine, how challenging it continues to be. And Danielle's on the line. Dating is just simply not as easy as what it used to be anyways. It's, it's almost like a job interview, but I've been doing this for years, and I still can't find the guy that's meant for me. Oh. But... Um, but with this pandemic, it's made it, it's kind of funny because I think it's like a 50-50 because for myself, I find there's lots of guys that, especially if they work away, they're just looking for like 10 pals. So in that respect, it's made it a lot easier for them to, you know, have that because it seems like they're all talk for the whole entire time they're gone on their tour and then when they're back, you don't ever hear from them, so it's it's a big waste of time, actually. Hmm. But then um, I found with myself, I was doing like a few of the Tim Hortons parking lot dates, so which I'm sure a lot of us uh, were doing, but uh, just meeting for the coffee, and that was about it. And then, you know, a couple days later, maybe meeting them again for another coffee. Like it, 
It's just relentless. <laughs> right. Boring. Dating's hard because every single person that you meet, you got to put yourself out there again for them. You're exactly right, Matt. Like, it's like the same questions over and over and over again. And uh, I mean, after a while, it's just like, is this even worth it? Right. Can we just I mean? get to the point where you're the big spoon and I'm the little spoon? <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> now, how come you're not single, Matt? Well, I'm, I am a catch. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.